How can we make the world better? By making ourselves better. The Dr. Joe Show explores how you can make positive personal change by using his groundbreaking and highly effective I Am approach to understand who we are and why we do what we do. Your small changes can have big effects. Join us now for the Dr. Joe Show with Mark Stiles of Stiles Law, Thomas McCoy, and your host, Dr. Joe Schrand. Ladies, 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 and everybody else, welcome to the Dr. Joe Show. Um, time to get better and better each week. That was lovely. Ladies, 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 and everybody else. That's perfect. <laughs> How have you been, Tom? What's been going on? You know, things are fun right now, Dr. <laughs> Joe. I mean, all things considered, what a week. Right now, I'm in uh, rehearsal for Auntie Mame, standing around the parking lot, because it is it is a very nice night. First nice night of the year, dare I say, because it's a, it's a cool 60s. Yeah, and the 60s are, we'll get into that, 60s and 70s, it's kind of cool. So um, how's the show going? It's going well. I mean, I'm not used to this kind of rehearsal process, because first off, I joined in pretty late, relatively, in the uh, production process. It's a space I'm not used to here in Kingston. It's a smaller space, but we're going to make use of it and make it a lot more immersive. More immersive? Yeah. That sounds interesting. (laughs) Immersive. Well, we can talk about that, but that's actually a a wonderful segue because there was a lot of immersive stuff going on over the weekend. Uh, And that leads us right into our guest. Could you introduce, we have three guests tonight, maybe four, Tom. If you could introduce our guests for tonight, please. Well, Dr. Joe, uh, I understand tonight we had plans the Zoom crew that includes Donna Moore. Let's see, Hi. we got Leon Mobley. Leon may come on. We'll see. Ah, uh, we got Pen- Kenny Pyers. Kenny may come on. We'll see. And we got Maura Mullaney. Maura Mullaney is absolutely here. As Woo-hoo. well as a friend you met over the weekends, one Stuart Hirsch. Stuart Andrew Hirsch. The booker yes. of our Zoom thing. The the reason right. for the season. Stuart yes. Hirsch. Absolutely. Yay. Yeah, so, so let's Stuart, un- unmute. Let's hear from you first. Stuart. Yes. Hello. How is everybody? Great. So good Doing... to see you. It's great seeing you guys. And thank you all for a wonderful, wonderful weekend at Chile Theater Expo. The, the Zoom reunion was just I couldn't have asked for better. It was a dream come true for me. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, maybe you can tell people what it was, what is Chiller Theater, and how did you get into all of this? Okay. Um, Chiller Theater started a little over 30 years ago in uh, New Jersey, and uh, it's run by a man named Kevin Clemens, and uh, he started it back then as a horror convention. That's why it's called Chiller Theater Expo. But over the years, um, uh, he's developed it into pretty much a who's who of television and movies and all of your favorites. Uh, So I started off by first getting in around the horror time. I uh, managed Bobby Boris Pickett, who did the song Monster Mash, uh, a a Somerville boy. Mm. And and, uh, I brought him there. And when I called up Kevin with him and I said, how would you like to have Bobby Pickett? He said, well, yeah, but we always have Zachary here, John Zachary. 
who was a, uh, a, a DJ, but also a recording artist that did Monster Novelty Records. And he covered Monster Mash, and it got out bigger than Bobby's at first. And then Bobby's came out, and the rest is history. But Kevin said, I want to get the both of them on stage together to sing Monster Mash. And that, that happened in the first time that I was at Chiller, which was 17 years ago. Um, and uh, when I once approached Zachary that I was the manager of Bobby Pickett, he said, well, I always tell people that my version of Monster Mash is me doing an imitation of Bobby Boris Pickett doing an imitation of Boris Karloff. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so, it, you know, at, when Bobby passed, then I needed to get some more guests that uh that that would that would be kind of like the same vibe so to me it was at that time it was monsters and and kid stuff you know which is what i thought monster mesh represented and so i brought in ray parker jr who did ghostbusters and another uh massachusetts guy frank avrush who was the first bozo the clown first nationally syndicated bozo the clown and uh, over the years, I've done reunions, you know, like the Love Boat cast, um, uh, Perfect Strangers, um, just just a lot of lot of fun times. Bringing in bringing in people that bring back the good times to people, and that's really what I'm about with this thing. You also have a really special team around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one Abe Vakoda's daughter. Oh yeah, sure. Carol Vagoda is um, just a fantastic person, a great friend. Uh, when um, when Abe was 94 years old, a friend of mine ran into him in a restaurant in New York City, and he said, could I have your information? You know, my friend might want you to, uh, to um, you know, uh, come to a convention. He said, well, here's Abe's daughter's number. So I called her up, and she had been called by everybody, and her first thing was like, he's too old. He's not going to do this convention the whole weekend. So I brainstormed and I had this idea. I said, he lives in the city. I said, let's just send a limo for him and we'll bring him there. We'll put him into the professional photo room with a couch. He'll sit on the end of the couch. And one by one, everybody sits on the other end of the couch. They take their pictures and he goes home. And this way, Chiller could have him as a guest. Well, she okayed that. And he came in, he sat on the end of the couch. I said to her all along, I said, do you think he'll do more than one day? She says, I don't know. He said he really only wants to do one day. And he sat there. And by the third person that sat down after they left, he looked up and he went, next, (laughs) come in. And he he had this all down and he loved it. And it went by so fast that he turns to Carol and he goes, this is great. Can we come back tomorrow? And she goes, no. (laughs) Because <laughs> you only wanted to do Saturday. <laughs> and that so God like bless Carol. him. He came. <laughs> yeah. He came. That's when he was 92. And 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 then he came back two years later at 94 was his last public appearance. Yeah. And uh God bless him. He was he was just wonderful. Uh, great, Amazing. great. Story. So Carol became a longtime friend, a very, very good friend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can see how it happens with us just having our first weekend with you. This weekend, I I'm like, oh my god, he's family, and and Angela, <laughs> like, oh, they're family, and it's like, uh, yeah, yeah it, was, it was really there was a lot of oxytocin going around, right, <laughs> Doctor Joe? That's right. The biological domain was kicking, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, 
it, it was a fascinating experience. Um, I would have but I'd never heard of anything like this before. Stuart, how did you, how did you first hear about this? These sort of things. Um, I had actually attended some of these things. You know, I was one of those guys that came to, to one of these events uh, going, Oh wow. So-and-so is there. I want to go meet them. I want to get a, an autograph from them or take a picture with them. I, I love the concept of these conventions. First of all, um, Kevin runs Chiller, unlike, unlike uh, a lot of other conventions. He runs Chiller. Um, I asked him once, I said, why do you do this? And he said, because it brings back the good times to people. It brings back the happy times to people. And that's really the best reason to be doing one of these conventions. The, the concept of having celebrities at a convention to do autographs and pictures is um, a great concept. Some, some celebrities along the way have been like, Oh, I don't want to sell my autograph. But the bottom line is rather than, than, than uh, bother a celebrity in a restaurant or a men's room, you know, you see them advertised at a convention, you know, they're going to be there. It's systematic. You know, you're going to get your autograph and you're going to get your photo with them. And everybody comes out, you know, good uh, as, as the result. So it's, um, it's kind of like uh, you walk in and it's the celebrity flea market, <laughs> you know, there they are. And you go up to them and, you, and you, you get a chance to, uh, to, to meet your heroes. You know, I, I always tell people it's like, it's like having that TV show that you loved and now you can climb inside the set. Yeah, it was wild. wild. We had uh, one person in particular came up and we (laughs) hear a lot of stories from people who did not grow up in the Boston area that Mm -hmm. told stories of, Oh, and I begged my mother move us to Boston so I can be on zoom. So uh, one in particular, I'm, thinking of we we kind of said well come on get a picture with us you're an honorary zoomer now you can tell your mom you finally made it and uh, it was kind of a a neat thing that was so sweet of us it's it's kind of a neat thing to be able to do that for people really really is it's so true so i i um i just want to let the audience understand what we're talking about here we the zoom kids were invited by Stuart hirsch to go to a, basically a nostalgia conference where there were hundreds and hundreds of celebrities. I myself have never never considered myself a celebrity. And yet Mm. that seemed to be what we were seen as, but there was even more. We were part of these people's childhood, which was remarkable. Absolutely. and Stuart, yeah. has, has that been your experience with fans uh, in general, with all sorts of? Yeah, it's, you know, it's funny. Um, I brought in, like I said, I brought in um, Frank Avrush, who was the first Bozo the Clown. You know, and, and this was like, like Zoom was, Bozo was. There were kids, I could say for myself, I was five years old. Bozo was my first friend mm-hmm. before I even had probably a real friend in life. Mm. I, I was, it was watching Bozo. There were kids, probably a lot of latchkey kids that were just, you know, um, that, that zoom were their friends. Mm. And, uh, the interesting thing is, you know, um, speaking of the, the, the children's part of it, I used to bring out Carol Spinney who did big bird and, and, uh, people would come up to Carol at the table and, and they would start to cry 
talking to him and yeah. hearing him do that voice. Yeah. And then the first time I worked with Jerry Mathers, who was the beaver, leave it to beaver. I told him this story and I said, people started to cry when they came up to Carol. Do they, do they do that with you? And he said, Nope, they come up like they're my buddy, like they're my friend. And that's how they approached you guys, you know? Sesame Street was amazing just on so many levels. And wow. Also, it had a bunch, we had Big Bird at the Chiller Theater Expo. I got some great photos. We had the costume, yes. Dr. Joe, you and I have a couple good ones too. That's right. I have some good ones with Melissa Gilbert, which was like an honor to hang out with her. she and her husband. They're great people. Wow. Maura, you, you got a story had, about that, right? You were touching on that, Joe. And that's this idea that I think we all agree on, that we never thought of ourselves, even now, as celebrities. I mean, we were kids on a show. And it was a different era. It wasn't that kind of uh, cult of personality kind of world that we live in now. I mean, we weren't encouraged to be or act like child stars. Uh, it was discouraged. So meeting some of the celebrities at this uh, chiller convention uh, who were starstruck to meet us was just the only thing I can say is it was mind blowing. Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was yeah. absolutely mind blowing. Yeah. I'm sorry if I may just as a zoomer um, because like I went to NYU drama school and I pursued the arts and it wasn't like I never got to the place where I was a celebrity but but it was um, I don't know it was just really an honor to meet the people who are it, it they were just such good people and and um, yeah, it was uh, it's pretty cool just to see how incredibly human and kind and generous that, you know, celebrities and past celebrities are. So, sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I just um, Melissa Gilbert came back like like three, four times to hang with you guys. She brought her yeah, dog over did. for you guys. Beautiful dog in Chicago. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, they're amazing. Was, and what did she say? Did she say to you guys that you guys influenced her want yeah, to be an actress? Because of this, she got into entertainment. See, and that's the next year that's she got in Little House on the Prairie. Um, I think it was 74. So, you know, we that's were awesome. just a little after the Zoom time. Yeah. yeah. So you were, you were her influence yes. to, to pursue what she was doing. That's amazing. That yeah. must you, make you guys feel so good. It so did. It felt crazy. Good. It's really crazy. It, it was, it it was, was the similar. same with Mindy Cohen. She came over all like, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, Zoom people. <laughs> and it was just like, it's, we're like, who, what, us? <laughs> it's yeah. just kind of really very humbling. Well, it was, you know, when I, when I first called up Kevin and I said, I said, what about a Zoom reunion? He goes, we're going to Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. He said, oh, great. I can't get that out of my head now. He ah. said, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just think of something else. Think of something else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I want our listeners to, to realize that this was 50 years ago. Zoom was 1972 was the first show. Mm-hmm. Um, and half a century later, people come up to us and are grateful that we were there for them in their living room, 
yes. every day, just hanging out as friends. And that's part of what yeah. Zoom was, was we were just friends. There was, there was no glitz or glitch or mm-hmm. anything like that that was like fancy. We were just kids being kids. And it really, it laid this foundation of respect and value mm-hmm. and trust. And that's what the Zoom kids were about. We felt very valued. Can I say what was my favorite thing in the weekend if I had to like take, and I have so many, like we could even play the game of, what do you like go around 10 times? Right. But my favorite was the Zoom adults, Zoom kids <laughs> on Saturday night at 10 o'clock singing the Zoom theme song to a heavy metal band. Yeah, tell me about crazy. that, Donna. Anyway, yeah, that's crazy. Like that's the perfect, it, that is such a great treatment for the show if we were ever to find any relevancy now, you know, like I want to put out a production of heavy metal production of that. The theme that, that, was, was, that was crazy. I thought yeah, it was, was great. Awesome. Yeah. How the about you, Mara? The... What, what was your favorite? Oh, I think it'd be hard to top that. Um, <laughs> that was, that was amazing. But I, you know, in a, in a general sense, it's kind of what we've already touched on when people have driven a long way um, to come and meet us and come up with these just beautiful stories and memories uh, for a show yeah. that has not been on in reruns um, that are very few clips on even on YouTube nowadays. Um, you know, humbling, heartwarming, um, what an honor. Um, and I just wanted to make sure, you know, from a personal point that I was very, you know, that I could actually really connect for a little bit with these folks and give them my attention and, and really, you know, make it a personalized experience. Yeah. I, yeah. I think we did. Yeah. How are you? Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. What was your favorite experience? If you had one, if you could just even say one. I, th- I think that, you know, there was a moment where um, this man comes up, his name was Mike. Um, and he is, he's, getting teary he's mm-hmm. actually getting teary um and i said what's going on? he says no you know it's i'm just an emotional person i said but you know i look for god's sakes i'm a psychiatrist now see somebody getting teary i'm gonna ask them what's going on sure yeah. we we were part of his family um yeah. we had an yeah. influence on him uh he he it was became i think the the head animator for DC comics for Batman, Superman, right. all these things. And wow, and right. brought brought his life of Zoom in there. Mm. So and, and he was getting really choked up. Yeah. And that that was the part that was just really remarkable to me. Um that you know the the I am approach as you guys know basically is saying that because everyone's interested in what you think or feel about them, we all want the same thing, which is to feel valued. We want mm-hmm. to feel valuable. And without doing anything, just by being on Zoom, these people connected with us. And I think that yeah. made them feel valuable. But Joe, it's, it's not like you weren't doing anything. You guys were amazing. <laughs> you, guys, you guys kept the show just just I, it was fun it was moving it was it was funny it we was have to thank Leon 
we have to thank Leon for putting us wait, on every wait. 15 minutes singing. Stuart, <laughs> were, you, were you talking about the weekend or 50 years ago? Or both? No, no, I, I'm, I'm talking about both. Yeah, I'm talking about both. You guys, you guys went in and did something in a studio that 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 people, kids each day would go and and they would they would look for it. It was you know it was part of their daily routine was yeah. was to watch you guys, yeah, and to learn and to learn to speak Ubby Dubby, Rabbi. <laughs> that was true. That's Can that's I, one thing we did have an Ubby Dubby conversation with Melissa Gilbert. So that's pretty that's pretty That's wild. incredible. Yeah, that that's incredible. incredible. Yeah, but it's Can I can I be really I want to be really authentic and it there's a compliment at the end, <clears> so I'm not just um but I want to admit that um it took me a couple of years because luckily and thank you, Maura, and thank you, Stuart, for talking to Maura and talking her into it and stuff, uh, you know, and being the, you know, the, the entree to it. But I, I think I was a little judgy because I'd never been to one of these Comic-Con things. And then after being, having been a child on television and then having been judged by it or whatever, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm just saying it was, I, I just didn't understand it. And then Joe and I get there Thursday night every, and then we start at five o'clock on Friday. And I just what five o'clock in the afternoon, folks. Five o'clock in the afternoon. Not oh, five o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Just right. to clarify. That's the right. one thing I noticed about everyone was just how kind they are. But I have to admit, I was kind of like, you know, I don't know. There was a little separation between. I was just like, oh, I'm like, okay, you know, there's there there's kind of you know misfits or that's what I thought or and then I have to tell you within 15 like minutes all of a sudden I'm like I am a misfit like I went through like the the whole chiller universe you know how they call it the marvel universe like once you get in like boom bang bang I swear something happened it was more like two hours I have to admit but it was there was so much kindness and generosity with everyone being so like joyful and oxytocin but then absolutely happened where I don't know and and this is like right before Melissa Gilbert and then the other people and stuff but all of a sudden I I went to a different universe (laughs) I mean I admit it guys I do and all of a sudden I like had the best time it felt like heaven on earth it was so much fun yeah I got the best people Stuart did you want to add something to that yeah, I just, um, it's funny in putting this together, you know, I first called Maura and said, you know, is this possible? Can you, can you, you know, call yeah. this one or that you think that one would do it? And she, I mean, you know, God bless her. She, she came through and really, you know, was, was the, the go-to for me to get this going. And then Joe, you added to it and said, I'll call this one, that one. That's and, right. but, but along the way, um, then my mind starts to turn and I go, okay, so they're all going to be there. And, and I go online and I'm looking and looking and looking and I find the striped shirts, the rugby yeah. shirt. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, I had to get them in the right color and the right everything. And I, and then I had to get the courage to say, would you guys mind putting those on for this? Yeah. And, 
I will tell you that when I saw you guys first come down in those shirts, you guys all looked at each other like, oh, my God. Like you were so it seemed like you were so impressed with each other. One, I forgot who it was, but one turned to the other and said, you look you look you haven't aged at all. You know, there you are in those shirts. It's so much fun. I just realized, though, those were men's shirts. So I'm now I'm wondering. So uh, and we do a, another show in July, which we'll talk about. I think I'm going to have to do a little sewing of mine. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. But were they? Were they? Were they, when you had the shirts on um, in the original show? Were they? Were they just a, a set line of straight shirts? They looked to me like they were, you know, unisex. Yeah, but we were, yeah, they were, but but our bodies were all like the same a men, size. Men's small is like a woman's large. That's right, they all look the same. <laughs> You know, but but uh, you did you you problem. found you found the product you you got us in touch with it and that's what it's yeah. really all about it is the product as well. Just think about what this means. What is nostalgia? What is the attraction of this? Um, because it was it was a remarkable experience. And as as you know, my colleagues were saying, it felt like a family. It felt like mm-hmm. like a, a welcoming group of people who all were there just to enjoy memories, no matter what was happening in their world right now. Right. This was a place they could go. Not, it's not about escaping. It's no. about remembering and reliving. Well, well, I got the feeling because I, I had the honor um, and I was admitting about like just being judging, not about people, but about the uh event so no disrespect at all to anyone but but in meeting there were people like they have become family after coming for 30 years to the chiller event and and now they have the little kids have kids and like it's just this there was so much like love and respect and kindness and generosity and empathy which was also like what we had with zoom and it didn't matter you know like it's just like you know, just be you kind of thing. And, but, but be kind, mm-hmm. be you and have fun. And, and, yeah, and I want to, I want to just let our listeners know though, that some of these folks must've spent hours getting in their own costumes with their oh, own makeup. Great costumes. I mean, oh, it yeah. was amazing. A little girl who looked like, you know, was like Loki, but her dad was one of the people from star Wars. I mean, they were, they were into it. It's into so it. cool. When I bring a celebrity out to to Chiller, I go, well, it's called Chiller. I, they go, well, what what is it like? I go, well, it's really the people are really really nice, but they may walk up to you with cat eyes and a hatchet in their head. Huh. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And, and, and they the did that, like the the, the baby on his face or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. the guy with that thing with the eye. Yeah. Oh my god! That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was truly remarkable. You know, you know there was about- someone. If I may. Um, well, one sec, Donna. Hold on. Oh, I'm just sure. going to ask more because she's about to start. Maura? No, I, I was just going to say, you were touching on what is it about nostalgia. And I think in in our particular case with Zoom and, and people that were young in the, the 60s and 70s, um, you know, we were, I, I've said this many times, I feel very strongly about it. We were the last generation of kids who could really just be innocent and just be kids and we weren't inundated with technology and we didn't have video games and we didn't have you know the vcr or or 
cell phones right. or you know uh, smartphones or anything. So right. in some ways, I think that the nostalgia is for you know that longing for that kind of simpler, more innocent time and maybe there's something in the connections that we made through that show all those years ago that brings people back to that sense of it, it, it's okay and we can still make authentic connections to people and that simple good parts of life are still there inside all of us we just have to find how to plug into it yeah. oh yeah yeah i i just like the Many of the people who loved us also loved, you know, some other celebrities, especially mm-hmm. like our favorite Walter Breitsky, who was very happy, you know, about getting Mickey Dolan's uh, signature and, you know, da da da. <laughs> um, but there's just, it's a generosity of spirit. That's the thing mm-hmm. that I love so much. I was mm-hmm. telling Joe, I have to admit, we, we stopped for dinner and before we drove back to Massachusetts and I uh, started crying tears of joy, but I was like, I said, uh, I said, I felt seen this weekend. And usually I see people, but I don't always feel seen. And you just sort of go about make the best of everything, put best situation. But it was like, I don't know, there was something really, you know, quite, quite beautiful and quite, uh, it was just such a great time. It's sort of been, in, it's been uh, four days since we've gotten back and it's kind of like, okay, every day you got to downshift a little bit more to like go back <laughs> into reality, you know? That's true. I imagine that m- must be what Burning Man is like, which I've never been to or, you know, something up else or, uh, well, uh, you know. You know, there's, um, this is being studied in some ways as well. So, an article came out in, in 2021 in the journal Emotions entitled Nostalgia Promotes Help Seeking by Fostering Social Connectedness. So what does that really mean? That, again, when you feel that you have a group that you connect with, you can ask them. You can be part of this. This is, this is really an important part of what I think we experienced it, it just felt like these people who were strangers to us. You know, one of my phrases, every friend was once a stranger. But they but, started as strangers. Yes, but in a very short <laughs> amount of time, there was this commonality. It wasn't, it wasn't that we were being, like, idolized, like, oh, my God, it's Joe. It right. was that they genuinely... No, you know what? You know what? Joe, in my, in my just being... As, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, please, you're talking, oh, please. And, and um, just just from my, my point of view, being on the outside of Zoom, um, I watched Zoom and saw a group of friends. And I think when these people meet you guys, they want to be a friend too. And they, they are. Wanna, they want to join, they wanna join and, and, and be one of your friends. And that's why they come up that way. And that's why you guys hit them that way. Because it's because they've watched. We didn't actually. We didn't actually hit anyone, folks. We didn't actually hit them. We certainly had an an impact on them. It almost It almost felt a little bit for those who came to you know have signed autographs and then take pictures and who we 
We were just so ge- generous and kind. I just have to say, it was like, we just it was so beautiful. Like the people, I don't know. It was, it was, a, it was really a blessing for me. I, I just, I really appreciate the weekend and I'm, um, oh, I was so happy to, you know, have been there and I met some great people. I think I have five new best friends and uh, tour guides <laughs> and queer women. And so like, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, interesting. So people understand that, you know, there we are signing autographs for complete strangers <laughs> who didn't feel like strangers within a moment. They all. were like, you are right. our best friend. And well, the right. fact that they wanted something, this this idea that now there is a, a concrete um, product that they have, a signature on a picture of them yeah. and us, it's a powerful, powerful thing, you know. I, so that, so I, they get their cell phone and somebody takes a picture. Now that's, that is now another part of their life. It's now on their phone. And you know what, what our phones are like. But, you know, get back to yep. more. She's absolutely right. We didn't have this tech before. We didn't have mm-hmm. it. And remember, 1972, when Zoom was starting, the world was in a, its its own state of chaos. We are still That's in true. chaos 50 years later. More than mm-hmm. ever tonight. Busing was happening. Busing. You know, the civil rights movement. Um, and there are a group of kids, African-American, white Asian, Hispanic, mm-hmm. boys, mm-hmm. girls, it didn't matter. Right. We became a group yep. because right. we respected each other, we valued each other, and we trusted. And that's why those Zoom raps were all about trust. We, yeah. I mean, yeah. This was spontaneous. Stuff happened. That's what I just, saw. Spoke about that's it. what I got out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, the the thing about the friendships, it's true. There was no, in the cast that I worked with, there was no drama. Who's calling me? Kenny. (laughs) There was no drama. There was no infighting or, you know, this one didn't like that one. It was really, we just were all together, despite the, you know, there was a a bit of a spread in ages and and different backgrounds, but none of it mattered. Right. Mm -hmm legitimately didn't matter it really didn't and and that folks that was not you know fake that was what (laughs) we represented we were just hanging out together yeah um it was a powerful Mm -hmm. time in my life because my parents were going through divorce and there was a lot of angst there was a lot of sadness there was a lot of anger and then there was this world of just simple friendship Mm -hmm. it was right it was powerful it was powerful Um, you know it's funny when i'm sorry go ahead no go on um it when when uh hal roach did the little rascals put the little rascals together Mm -hmm. he said he said uh, a mother would bring her daughter in and she would do a tap dance and he'd go i i don't want this and the next one would come in and audition and then he said he found himself eating lunch and looking out the window at some kids playing outside and he said, before he knew it, a half hour had gone by. And he said, this is what I want. And he put together a group of kids like that, that were more real kids. And that's what I think Zoom went on to do. Take that same, that same uh, uh, realness of kids interacting as friends 
and bring them to the public, to other kids. Yeah. I agree. And that's what we did. Yeah. Kenny, Kenny, welcome. Yes. Welcome to the Dr. Joe Show. How have you been, Kenny? Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here. Can you hear me now? And good, because I can see myself. Yeah, we speaking can... OBW, everybody. Yeah. Oh Kenny no, no. Is... Please, we've stop. been talking. We've stop been talking about the experience. Right. What was Kenny? Kenny, what was the experience yeah. like for you? Yeah. What was the experience like well, for you being at the South But he's been through a lot, you know. Oh, yeah, it's okay, but it was for me. It was a serious roller coaster. But the biggest thing that I got out of it is like, you know, we were just kids. Never knew I was a celebrity. That's right. the biggest thing. Yeah, that's what more yeah. was saying. And to meet a lot of celebrities, and I, um, being the crazy person I am, I challenged Larry Holmes and Jerry Cooney to fight me <laughs> in the yes, in he the did. Party. Yes, <laughs> he did. <laughs> I did until until Jerry Cooney stood up. I was like, oh, hey, man, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. <laughs> true. No, no. True story. I was there. No, no. True story. I'm not. True story. And then he shook my hand. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Then he hugged me. I, I was like, oh, ah, I can't breathe, man. Let me go. Let me go. <laughs> oh, man. This is the most awesome experience experience in my life and then the other thing i would tell you is um <laughs> the sky's the limit right now for us Aww. yeah with that in mind Stuart, do you want to tell people about the next place that the zoom kids will show up yeah well uh it's going to be july 1st 2nd and 3rd in in boxborough massachusetts uh, at the northeast comic-con and uh, it's going to be a really, really incredible Zoom reunion because we're going to have a couple of extra people in there adding on to the fun. And uh, Joe, do you want to? No, go ahead, Stuart. Who do you know of so far? It's uh, this Some is very popular. Stuart, you are you are you are our manager right now. So who do you know so far is coming in? Well, you guys are coming in, correct? Yep. We will be, be there. there. No, okay. I'm not coming. I'm Five sorry. Of us. Like We're very glad Kenny's not coming. Five this is his sense of humor. No. It doesn't work on the air. <laughs> only 40 years for me. Go ahead, Stuart. I have heard rumors. Okay. And rumors to it. The room, well, the rumor seems to be true. Joe validated yeah. this with me. And um so did I. whenever I say Zoom to people, they go, Oh. Is Bernadette going to be there? Exactly. The girl that does mm-hmm. arms. Yes. Yes. Confirmed that Bernadette sure. will be there. And um, mm-hmm. he's also a healer. Also and will be so nice to people. Like she's just going to be such an added benefit of the whole kind I of I can't love do that thing. thing. I'm going to break my arms if I do what she did, you know, <laughs> during the show. So I, I don't want to do that. It's not going to be a good look. There's so a lot of And another beautiful Zoomer who was so popular and so adorable and still is, 
Nancy will be there too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I talked to Nancy. We had a good conversation today. I said, Hey, and I told her about what we just did. And she said, okay. She said, let me talk to my husband. Her husband was like excited. I said, okay, we need to do this thing in July. So So we're going to have what, what, what we had this time, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be, um, not only bigger, it's going to be right there in Massachusetts where it all right, began. Right. right. And, uh, a real homecoming. Very, very exciting. <laughs> right. food, is there, is there a website or something that people can go? Do they need to sign up for this? Do they need to buy tickets? How do they actually um, access it? The website to the, to the Northeast Comic Con, I do not have on me right now. Um, okay. I don't know if it's as as easy as necomicon.com. It could be. Uh, if somebody who's got a computer in front of them can double check this. It's going to be at the uh, Route 111 at Route 495, mm-hmm. Boxborough, Massachusetts. Yeah. Free yeah. parking. Free parking. That's always a good deal. Free um, uh, yeah, I'm good parking. with that yeah, and they're yeah, going to yeah. be comics, comic art, antique and collectibles, toys, Hot Wheels, vinyl records, all sorts of things, including the kids from Zoom. Collectibles it's Extravaganza. Called, called, yeah, collectibles the first Extravaganza. Third. Yeah, so yeah. we have a couple oh, minutes oh. left. Um, the I Am Approach has two truths. Because the four domains interconnect, your home, your social, your biological, and your IC domain, all of which were incredibly active this weekend. Just think about it. We were in people's homes 50 years ago. They come together in the social domain. 40, uh, 40. The no, Hilton, 40. Hilton Parsonippi Hotel. They have an IC domain where they are feeling something. They feel connected, which affects, as, I, as Donna said, their brain and release oxytocin. Small changes can have big effects. I'm just going to ask Stuart this, who is our, our sort of guru in nostalgia. What small change can you recommend to people? so that they can access nostalgia in themselves. I, I guess just to conjure up those great memories of, of what you, what, you know, what made it fun for you, you know, along the way when you were younger uh, and don't let go of those things. I, you know, I, I myself, uh, uh, I'm the same kid I was when I was a kid, you know, you have those elements we in you, too. and they just—we are too. And they, we are too. And never, never. To my my own advice is just never let that part of you go. Yes, you know, sir. always keep that fun Boom. side of you, you and yeah. and yeah. Uh, and and always keep that wonder and uh, mm-hmm. and, and that curiosity and everything mm-hmm. everything that goes with with what yeah. what you grew up as. Don't ever let that that innocence go. Yes, yeah. sir. You did it right. Did you have something you want to add to that? Yeah, I do. Um, I have to say, adding on to what Stuart said is when you also when you meet people who are uh, modeling that they're exampling that they're being like, meet the best people with the like great hearts and just like beautiful. Exactly. um, You know, square footage. They're just amazing. It's like it just gives at least speak for myself. It just it always helps me like, which maybe also falls into your I am Dr. Joe, but like, but by being that, like we um, are an example of it for others and they are an example for us. Like 
you know, yeah. keep yeah. that so in. Can I add yeah, keep doing our best, keep moving forward, don't give up, yeah. be unstoppable, yeah, whatever gonna, makes you yeah. happy, happy, can I, love can I as much it? as you can, the people you love, just don't give can up. I can, I add, can I add one right, thing yeah, to thanks. that? I'm done on my rant. I did, and, and we, and I'm not speaking for everybody, but I'm just saying, I never thought about myself as a celebrity until this weekend, but it's still, um, no, no, no. And thank you. Maura, go ahead. Yes, I guess the uh, small change would be to not be afraid to let that innocent side out. Right. Right. Don't right. be afraid of it because yeah, even though right. we have all, Correct. you know, aged over time, um, all of that stuff oh, is still no, inside. No. And I think That's it's really important to, to to just allow that to be, whether that's yeah, you know, your inner child or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, it's all yeah, what Stuart said. It. Don't ever give up that inquisitive, uh, fun-loving side, no mm-hmm. matter where life takes you. Larry, thanks for tonight. Folks, we'll see you next week on The Dr. Joe Show. Oh, what a, oh sorry, guys. I didn't mean to.